Have you ever heard of a guy named Peacemaker? No. He is a trained killer. We've got trouble with that maniac. Go! What are you waiting for? That thing better not crap back there. Can't house train an eagle, dude. Not without stealing its soul. Hey, Dad. It's been kind of a rough go for me lately, Dad. You don't say. Somebody shot me, a building fell on me. You let somebody shoot you? It's not like I invited him to come shoot me, Dad. Pathetic. I'm in prison for life. I work for the government. Post office? Oh, you think they put me out of prison to little mail? I don't know. It's the first government job I can Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Lundahl Podcast. This is your host. This task force doesn't appreciate this, which leaves us on our... Does anybody even listen to the intro anymore? Anyways, let's just jump on in it. We are discussing... Oh, I'm going to need a little water. <clears throat> Mimi, Mimi, how now? Brown cow. Peacemaker is an American television series created by James Gunn for the streaming series, sorry, service HBO Max based on the DC Comics character Peacemaker. It is the first DC Extended Universe television series and a spinoff from the 2021 film The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Set after the events of the film, the series further explores the Jangoistic killer Christopher Smith slash Peacemaker, and it is produced by the Saffron Company and Troll Court Entertainment in association with Warner Brothers Television with Gunn serving as showrunner. John Cena stars as the title character reprising his role from The Suicide Squad with Danielle Brooks, Freddie Stroma, Chudwati, Iwuji, uh, Jennifer Holland, Steve Agee, and Robert Patrick, also starring. Gunn conceived Peacemaker after noting Cena's strength as a dramatic actor while filming The Suicide Squad, while sorry, and wrote all eight episodes while completing the film during the COVID nineteen pandemic. HBO Max ordered Peacemaker straight to series in September 2020, and additional casting took place over the following months. Filming began in Vancouver, Canada in January 2021, with Gunn directing five episodes. Production ended in July. Gunn chose to use hair metal songs for the series soundtrack, including Do You Want to Taste It by Wigwam for the opening titles. The title sequence features the series cast performing a choreographed dance number. So, uh, yeah, I do want to. I do want to taste it. It was a wow, wow. Well, I so I. I don't know if it's one of these things that you know how big Iron Man was when it first came out. That we just kind of had this blank slate of what to expect. Um. We had a little bit of a taste, so we did have a little bit of a do you want to taste it from John Cena's performance and his kind of uh, Ryan Reynolds-esque witty banter uh, with these oddly specific references towards pop culture references and stuff like that. Um, 
but it's coming from this big ass dude, big ass goofy dude. Um, and a lot of the times he's kind of the butt of the joke. And so I'm, I was blown back when I, when I was saying like Iron Man, comparing this to Iron Man, how we had kind of this blank, I had this blank slate of what to expect of this character, um, going into it. And I kind of had a blank slate of the Peacemaker show of going into it. I really didn't understand uh, who was behind it. I kind of was glad that I was in the dark about James Gunn uh, really show, being the showrunner for this. A lot of times they'll, they'll have something of this caliber. A lot of big names, a lot of big stars, a lot of big uh, uh talent a lot of money going into the first episode at least something like uh what first comes to mind what was that there was uh a martin scorsese a martin scorsese uh show something about rock and roll and it i just remember they put so much fucking money into it on hbo and he basically directs one episode at the beginning of it and then walked away and gave the keys to the car of the show to the to somebody else this I'm trying to remember what was that called. Um, it was with my boy in it. I'll figure that out in a second. But anyways, um, uh, this is going to take a second to find. Anyways, that's unimportant. Um, the, the Peacemaker show is essential because... It's changing the formula of the superhero genre as we know it. It's reinventing it as more of a dramatic comedy and putting the superhero factors to the side. Um, not to the side, but they're they're putting them. They're making them just as important, if not more important. You know, the writing that James Gunn is putting into this is so funny, is so spot on. Um, now, it's not going to be for everybody. That if you don't enjoy the comedy in the first episode, you're not going to enjoy the rest of the series. You're not going to enjoy uh, the action. It's it's crude, it's gory, but it's not as cruel as the Suicide Squad was, in my opinion. I felt like the Suicide Squad was always making very crude, cruel jokes at other characters' expense to the point where you're like, that wasn't even that funny. It's like, you didn't even have to be that, that cruel, man. Um, but, uh, I think James Gunn found an, an excellent balance uh, with John Cena being kind of his, his uh, speaking of the Scorsese to his Leo, I think James Gunn might have found his new Leo for his his films because I like John Cena leaps and bounds better uh, than Chris Pratt if you wanted to compare the two as comedic actors. I just feel like John Cena is putting a lot more into the... Uh, the depth of the, the the performance, and I gotta say, it's hard not to say that his body doesn't play a massive role into it. Like, uh, I think it was NPR podcast, pop culture podcast, that said it's just like this big boy in this Adonis's body, and it, it's or sorry, it's like a boy in this Adonis's body, and it's hard to disagree with that because he is just like he has the emotions of like uh, what feel like 
a 15-year-old at some point, but he's just freaking huge. And I don't want to say that he's like, his mental state is of a 15-year-old, but I mean, his emotional state definitely feels like it's of that. And he has, there's, with well with reason that he has these like emotional uh, abuse ties that run deep in his um lineage so this show tackles a lot of that i'm not going to go like the standard episode by episode as usual i'm kind of on a a time crunch right now so um i will just kind of talk about overall feelings but from the tone to bringing the freshness of the comedy to john cena's performance to the direction and the utilization of the spaces that they went i never felt like we were just walking into the same bar every other episode like we were doing it at boba fett i was like this is this is at least exploring a couple different episodes a couple different places and it didn't always feel like they had to abide by the covid laws um i i know that there was like camera trickery where they would have two characters sitting at a bar and then the rest of the people that were filling it out were at least like 12 feet back so i understand the protocol of of if someone tests positive and having to deal with that, I totally understand that. But um, I just felt like this this show, in comparison to like the Boba Fett show, I know it's kind of apples to oranges, but just kind of bringing a fresh new character in a fresh television show when, with about seven, seven, eight episodes, this one goes leaps and bounds better just with the the weird quirkiness of the, the dance, choreographed dance number of the, the, the main title. It was like a do you want to do really want to do 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 you know I was like I was like up doing it by the second episode I was like oh shit this is a freaking bop and I always trust uh, James Gunn to have some really good music on his um, on his uh, media always because uh, ever since I saw Guardians of the Galaxy I'm pretty sure I've seen other James Gunn films before that but can't think of off, off the top of my head um didn't he make slither or seether or something what is that movie i heard that that was kind of of this nature but uh anyways the the new cast um is very good this is interesting that it's called oh i guess it is uh, considered a black comedy um let me see if there's anything else we've got to do. Da, da, da. Yeah, so I, they've already been um, approved, or they've been greenlit for an ep, uh, season two. And at, with eight episodes, I was sad that it was over, honestly. But um, I honestly would rather have eight episodes of something that's really good than ten episodes that's almost good. Um, I An example of that would be um, All of Us Are Dead on Netflix, that that series went 12 episodes at one hour length and sometimes longer. So that one overstayed as welcome, welcome a lot. So it's, you don't always want, uh, less is not always more. Um, so yeah, um, basically the main character, John Cena, a jingoistic killer, who believes in achieving peace at any cost. Showrunner James Gunn described Peacemaker as a piece of shit and a superhero slash villain, the world's biggest douchebag. 
Uh, Gunn did not want the series to remove pe Peacemaker's worst qualities, but attempting to explain some of them, explore Peacemaker's relationship with his father. After Peacemaker, uh, this is at the end, I would have expected you to have seen The Suicide Squad by now, so spoilers for that. After Peacemaker killed Rick Flagg in The Suicide Squad 2021. Flagg's final words, Peacemaker, what a joke have a big impact him on in the series. So, uh, yeah, and then we have the the rest of the team. Uh, Daniel Perks plays Adebayo, Freddie Stroma, Freddie Stroma, absolute very interesting uh, actor, playing Adrian Trace slash Vigilante. This guy is like his uh, Batman to his Robin, um, sorry, his, his Robin to his Batman, except if he was a freaking lunatic. Um, Vigilante's uh, comedic timing had me rolling in my chair, in my bed, or wherever I was watching uh, watching the show uh, on the bike. Um, he was so freaking funny. Um, I, I only wanted more, and I just didn't want him to die. That was my biggest thing that I was thinking. Like all, I liked all of these characters. Um, the main head captain, Mern. Um, we have Amelia Harcourt. Um, John Economos. And then we have uh, all very hilarious in their own respects. Some playing more of the, uh, the straight man. Um, in it but i still think it was still hilarious robert patrick oddly hilarious in this and despicable at the same time he uh plays august augie smith slash the white dragon peacemaker's racist father who supplies him with tech to aid his mission at the beginning gun said uh augie was a worse person than peacemaker and a lost cause Executive producer Peter Safran described him as an Archie Bunker on steroids, and Cena said he was the only character in the series who does not have a character arc and journey. Gunn noted that portraying a racist character was a delicate, a delicate uh, subject and something that HBO Max expressed some concern about. The White Dragon is not Peacemaker's father in the comics, but it was always Gunn's intention to make that change when he added Peacemaker to the Suicide Squad. So, yeah, like I said, I don't know too much about the comics. So the majority of the things I'm, I'm reiterating are from uh, either the web or from just watching. Um, overall, I do think that this is a very... Extremely well-paced show. It was released week to week. I oddly liked it just because I was so excited about it every week. Um, Left You Always Wanted More. Didn't feel like too much of the the cliffhangers that are normally there were as prominent. So sometimes it just felt like a complete episode. And that was nice. You know, sometimes we just end with John Cena playing a piano or dancing in his underwear. Or something crazy. And, you know, something not too... Something to that I wasn't like craving to this. I need to play the next episode, but I was like, Oh, I can't wait for next week. Um, so it did play pretty nice. Uh, supporting cast, all excellent. Um, the fact that they were willing to get dark with it, people have sex in this, um, 
universe. It's amazing. Finally, we can see somebody have sex in a regular setting of not just shoulder length, you know. Um, uh, let me see what else we got. Um, and then it gets horrifying, of course, with the fight. I think that was like episode three. That <laughs> Some crazy shit. Um, let me uh, just disclose right now. We're going to talk about spoilers for this season starting right now. But yes, I absolutely would recommend watching Peacemaker. It's one of my favorite shows uh, that, have, that have come out this year. Um, I, I can't think of one besides Station Eleven that I haven't podcasted yet about. But um, yeah, very good. Um, so yeah, continuing on in spoiler section. Yeah, Peacemaker is uh, a breath of fresh air in the superhero comic realm. I do say the thing that was making me um, that was weird was the White Dragon having all of this high tech gear. I don't understand the logistics of that um and why he supplied his son at the beginning of the season with all this stuff and then just turns on a dime i understand that he because he's in jail i felt some of the stuff with the father is is really emotionally deep but when it came to like the logistics of why he's in jail and and them trying to turn on each other i was I just understood that he was emotionally abusing him the majority of his life, Peacemaker. But I just, I might need to go back and just understand those scenes better. But I thought it was blatant that Cena hadn't put him in there. But I know that Vigilante didn't go in there and make it a lot easier. So anyways, basically what I'm saying is I thought that was one of the weak points of trying to understand um, the motivations for just all of a sudden... He's going to supply him his gear, but then later he's going to turn on him and kill him. So, Or try to kill him. Uh, terrible guy. Oh, and fucking Eagly. I almost forgot about Eagly. And then um, uh, Judo Master. There's a lot of like side characters and the fucking giant cow. And then the, the butterflies. Oh my gosh, the butterflies alone. Just The visuals are uh, kind of horrifying. I, I always like a nice little bit of scares in my superhero genre stuff. So... Um, James Gunn always does a pretty good job with that. Um, I just feel like, uh, and, and then having the, the DC, uh, superheroes show up at the end of this thing, um, right after a massive, like zombie burst, zombie outbreak, uh, there's so many fucking things that are going on. And, uh, they talk about Superman or sorry, Aquaman fucking fish. It's like, they're willing to be loose and funny and fourth wall breaking a little bit about their own uh their own comics and their own properties and i think that is what makes this a little bit stronger i don't think that um you know the the marvel superheroes are having to be so squeaky clean the worst they'll say is like oh thor went and had too much fun the other weekend and they'll show him drinking um you know three beers so it's like, uh, I don't, I, I, I guess that's pretty crazy, but I just feel like we're able to step outside the bounds and the realms of, uh, family friendly adult entertainment. That's what Peacemaker has brought. And we have this, uh, mind control, uh, butterfly plot that is going through this entire season that is just like holy santa claus shit they're going through their mouth and they're taking them over and then 
they're having to suck the honey out with their nasty tongues and they're killing kids in the first episode or something and and it's just like what is going on and you have the main two characters or three characters if you want to include Adebayo by the end but Vigilante they are just like they're not quite they're not really incompetent but they're um they're very they're goofy as hell um they're they're very effective when they're taking people out but when they're like accomplishing missions and stuff like that they kind of either go overkill or underkill or something something's bound to go wrong um so let me see if there's anything else uh let me see we had sophie song larry fitzgibbon um what is it jamal the janitor those were the cops and the janitor judo master uh let me see if there's anybody else oh yeah viola davis makes a an appearance i told you this was an expensive ass show they treated this show in my opinion like a full-blown movie i i guarantee you this is this easily could have been a movie, and I think it was just a, a breath of fresh air, and they did it right by doing it on HBO Max. I definitely think it's going to keep large section of the DC viewership popular and, 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 and going. So, um, yeah, uh, let me see if there's anything else. Uh, D. Bradley Baker, of course, voices Eagly. That dude does so many things. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, and Eagly was just a hilarious and, like, awesome effect like this special effects in the show were oddly better than a lot of things i've seen in marvel in the last three properties like from eternals to um what was i guess not marvel but just disney in general uh star wars being um being one the boba fett show they have some some of the most game-changing effects in the boba fett show but then they have some of the worst at the same time i don't understand what's going on there um, maybe two different houses are working on it. I'm not sure, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed Peacemaker. I don't really know too much more to say. I kind of gave the summation of most of the characters. Um, yeah, Autobio plants the diary that almost gets them caught, but, uh, regrets it almost immediately. Um, anything else? Economos. There is some really... Um, touching stuff with Economos at the very end of this season. I was like, this is really deep. Honestly, the emotional highs and lows of this series, having John Cena play the piano, apparently he can actually play the piano. There's an amazing story of uh, apparently John Cena just serenading uh, John, sorry, James Gunn, or not serenading, but, uh, you know, uh, easing him when he had lost his dog apparently there was a there there was a family member his dog passed away or something like that james gunn and apparently john cena walks in a room with a piano and starts just playing a song i was just like wow that is powerful so it's it's an impressive to see how things transfer to the screen and why they do as well so yeah, and what I was saying was Steve Ag is as a, a economist. They kind of make fun of him being dye beard and, and kind of do make fun of a lot of his 
physique and his size and stuff like that. They they really do play into that a lot. Um, and they 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 stop for a second and they say, you know what, you know, this is why I'm this is why I'm this way and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, they really went deep with that guy. I was like, I feel bad. Didn't have to do that. Um, so yeah, I just felt like the emotional highs and lows in this were were really impressive, especially just with knowing how goofy the damn intro is. It's the juxtaposition almost is just like uncanny, but it still works in some sort of fashion. I don't know. Um, let me see who did the cinematography. I'm, I'm curious who did this. Don't know if I can find it. I'm doing it. Cinematography, Michael Bovan, Sam McCurdy, and Michael Whale. I don't, I don't recognize any of these names. Anyways, uh, let me know what you thought about Peacemaker. Um, yeah, I was really impressed with both uh, front and back of the camera. The musical choices, obviously. Um, yeah, there's really not too much bad to say. I I think I would say that the last episode does is a little bit long for me, but um, I just kind of felt like I I saw the the writing on the wall of what was going to happen. Okay, this was going to happen. This was going to happen. This was going to happen, and a lot of that did. Um, so I I will say maybe the last episode was a little bit predictable, but up until then I was just like, wow, I don't know what's going on. You know, I I don't know where we're going to go with this the giant cow caterpillar thing. And I was like, okay, so the human, what is it? The human torpedo is clearly going to come back. And it's like, there's numerous things that I, I just saw writing on the wall that were going to happen. Uh, you know, go for the weak spots. Um, let me think. There were hilarious things like eagerly pecking economos in the ass. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, what was it? How many times vigilante almost was dying. Um, well, the human torpedo thing, that was pretty hilarious. Having Adebayo be the torpedo, like, twice. <laughs> um, she got, like, all the nasty shit on her. Um, let me see. Anything else? Uh, let me see. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, James Gunn, and I think... What is her name? Is her name... Jennifer Holland? Is that who... He just got married to, or they they just got engaged. Why does nobody show there? I think her name is Jennifer Holland. Otherwise, otherwise I'm talking about somebody else. But I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Um, yeah, they they just got engaged, I believe. Let me see. Anyways, I should have done my research a little bit better. But anyways. Let me know what you thought about Peacemaker. Let me know what uh, we can do to get a little bit better on the podcast. I know this was a little bit more condensed of a podcast. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed just about all of it, as you can hear. As you can tell, I don't have too many critiques. Um, yeah, less is more. So keep keep it at the this pacing. And, uh, like I said, it's 30, what's it, 39 to 46 minutes. No. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Two jerks in costumes and a couple of rejects. It's like a real team out there. 
Yo, what the hell is that? It's a grenade I tied to a Russian tank shell. Why not just the grenade? Grenade blows up like two people. How many people does this blow up? I don't know. I invented it this morning. What? Eat peace, mother.